Okay, I don't usually start a show like this, but this is too good. You have to listen. You ready? We have never been less well in the history of our existence. We are drowning in information, but lack application and individuality. We were called to be bigger, to be different. These people, today's guests, they help you own your hashtag different. Justin and Elise, today's guests are incredible. You get to hear their story about being a part of massive corporations like the NHL, the National Hockey League, for those of you who aren't sports fans. I had to look it up too, don't worry. And Christian Louis Vuitton, she literally got to work with him as a shoe designer. I mean, how cool is that? And yet now, two of these people, one who is a geeky 13-year-old with gadgets and the other who is a fashion icon in the world, they come together to teach you how to claim and own and understand your inner and exterior energy. I am all in. I want to know more. And I had to discover in this session, so you guys are going to get discover right alongside me, how do you do this? How do you utilize all of these elements of self to be the best version of who we are intended to be and to actually own it without ego? Let's learn. You guys enjoy and make sure you tag and look up not only the Own It Show, which is their podcast, but them on social media. You're going to learn a lot. And I know I might be on one of their couples retreats coming up because it sounds pretty rad. All right. Tune into the show. Let me know what you think. Make sure to follow, leave a review, and I will share it in one of our upcoming episodes. All right, I don't care what level of business you're in. You could be completely startup making $0, or you could be in scale phase making $100,000 per month. Whatever it is, I have one thing I really care about for you. Beyond the joy element, of course, is protection. Do you have contracts in place that are actually supporting you? Whether you're going on a retreat or you're hosting a group program or a one-on-one, a lot of my clients don't understand that protection is one of the foremost ways that you want to just feel better. Even in the onboarding process, it really makes you look that much more elite in the experience. So do yourself a favor, go to the show notes, utilize Lisa Fraley. She's brilliant and you actually get to talk to her, which I love. And so I hope this helps you. And if this is something you've never thought about, stop, think now, act now before it's too late. You want to be protected, I assure you. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. Hey, hey, hey. So excited to be here with the one and only Elise Gollin and Justin, I'm going to go for it, Rothling's chauffeur. Nailed it. Yeah, all right. (laughs) 
You guys, you're watching the Fit and Faith podcast. If you're here with us live and if you're listening later, you are in for a treat because you have some high performance leaders, coaches, mental health, physical health, well-being specialists in the house with Own It as their company name. And they're going to teach us how to hopefully own it today. Uh, I don't even know where we're going to jump in because when there's two of you, I'm like, how do we start? Where do we get started? Uh, but I want to know the backstory. I think that's always why people come and listen to the show is they want to know how it got started. Maybe it'll infuse hope or excitement or expectancy for them as entrepreneurs. So the unique part about this is that it's it started by accident, right? Kind yes. of how the, the most purposeful and amazing things often do happen. And I, when I say by accident, it was, it was more so by obedience and by being open to uh, what we were being called for and what we were being called to do. For me, my journey is a little bit different than Elise's and how we got to this point. But uh, at 13 years old, I was playing hockey with 16-year-olds. And um, my dad told me, uh, son, talent will get you noticed, but consistency will get you paid. And from that moment, I became obsessed with the process, obsessed with um, how do you become the most consistent version of yourself and what does that look like? And started to read every book I could on uh, sleep, health, nutrition, um, anything that I could control that was within my control. Uh, started to wear every wearable you could imagine, heart rate monitors, brainwave sensors, blood oximeters. Wow. Pulse oximeters. Like, it, it, like, I was a, I was a real, really weird kid. <laughs> I mean, it's not that weird. It's phenomenal. I'm like trying to process how can I get my nine-year-old to start today? <laughs> but, but that's like 2022. Let's go back to like yeah. 1998 when like, Right. There's something wrong with this kid. Like, this is weird. <laughs> and so I had that, like, weirdness to me my entire life. And uh, even in college, like, you're wearing all these gadgets and you don't fit in really well. And so, um, but anyways, it continued to propel my hockey career. I came down to the States, um, played in the NCAA. And, but then it also drove my educational career, wanting to know more, like, what's going on? What's happening? Um, and ultimately took me through uh, my postgraduate work in hurry variability, sleep and recovery science, uh, took me into my coaching career through the NCAA and then the National Hockey League. Um, and it kind of came to a peak for me uh, where I was really challenged on a lot of my uh, morals, values and uh, just being called to serve more, but also the area in which I was being called it became very clear to me that it was my ego that was keeping me in the NHL. Um, that ego of like, what is my worth if I don't have that NHL logo on my chest, or I don't have uh, that connection to sport in that way. And uh, it, uh, it took the, I actually got fired um, in, in December of 2019. And uh, it was, it was due to a, I wasn't willing to compromise values, wasn't willing to compromise a uh, vision and mission. And um, it ended up ending the relationship. But at the end of the day was what was necessary for me to ultimately start own it and lean into this new version that I was being called to, um, but ultimately at the time didn't know it yet. Mm, goodness gracious. There's so much there. I mean, that could be the end of the show. If we go into the conversations of consistency to start obedience to follow. And honestly, I think a lot of people come to that, um, why in the road of the, the own, their own morals, standards, values connected to uh, a place that feels really comfortable, but also that pride and ego conversation. So I want at least to share, but I want us to definitely circle back to how maybe that's even inter integrated into Elise's role here too. 
Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And, you know, it's something that Justin and I talk about often. It's a buzzword in our ha- household is pride and, and particularly ego. But for me, my story was was a little different than Justin's and it came slightly after. I knew what I wanted to do at the age of 13. I knew I wanted to be a shoe buyer living in New York City, working in the fashion world. Yeah. And by the age of 28, I accomplished all of my hopes and dreams. I was an executive working for Christian Louboutin, pretty much the best shoe job you can have in the world. So cool. Exactly. Wearing Louboutins, flying back and forth to Paris every other month, working with the most amazing and powerful team surrounded by really, really um, awesome women and and co-workers. And ultimately, it was a dream job. I mean, it was it was a diamond in the rough. And anybody who, you know, once I left, anybody who saw me leave was like, are you, are you crazy? Like you, you right. have it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. Have, you have everything that you need. And I did. I have yeah. every, I had on paper, I had everything that I wanted. I had mm-hmm. the New York City apartment. I had the amazing job, the amazing career. I had the a, an awesome travel schedule, traveling to all these amazing cities. But about four years before I ended up parting ways with Louboutin, there was something deep within me that was calling me to something greater. And ultimately I know now it was, it was God. It was, you know, I had to follow my faith. And and at that point I wasn't nearly as connected as I am now. So I actually sat on it for four years and I did nothing about it. Yeah. And it was because at the end of the day, I, everything felt comfortable, right? Why, right. why would I, why would I right. rock, the boat? rock the boat? Right. <laughs> exactly. So I didn't do anything about it. And then I saw Justin go through what he went through and it, and it became a source of inspiration to me because something that for him in a lot of ways was very catastrophic. He was able to find, you know, that calling and that voice of God deep within him to say, I'm meant for something greater. And so, you know, I took that as a sign for myself as well to say, okay, time to figure out what it is I want to do. So, you know, I'm somebody who does not take massive leaps. But I took my time with it. And, and ultimately, I realized I wanted to, I, I, I say I went from giving people 30 seconds of happiness to giving people a lifetime of happiness. And, you know, I work with with people in very, very deep ways to understand what it is that their perception of their own beliefs might be holding them back to create real change for them so that they can live these really powerful, unstoppable lives. Not to mention that you're a powerhouse CEO. Yeah, (laughs) come on. It's so good. I mean, I think through the element of ego, as you were talking about, and being in the NHL, working with Louboutin, like it's this knowing that people have hope and dream their whole life to be able to associate to brands like that, to industries like that, to have that title. And I remember in my 20s having the ability to say that I was a global CEO that I had a business that was globally recognized and also a very well-to-do local boutique here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And so I wore my title as everything. And yet when that was a moment of it being stripped away by, I always call it the forced quit, right? Like it was my decision, but I also felt forced not only by the Holy Spirit, but by the things that propelled me to be the greater version of myself, integrity being one of them. And so I'm curious for you guys, as you continue to speak through ego and you were able to shed those old identities in order to stand in who you are today, has, is there ever like any trigger points or any elements of like, gosh, I, I wish I had done something different or you're really just grateful for where you are now? 
I think in terms of, at least I'll speak for myself, but in terms of where I'm at now, I have massive gratitude for both the highs and the lows that I went through. So I'll, I'll share, you know, a, a struggle that I went through when it came to ego was um, I had actually stepped into the CEO role and, and you know, this, this own it um, coaching role as well, this inner energy role for about six months before I resigned from Louboutin. And I actually gave them an, an additional six months of notice. So for, for the better part of a year, I was, I was doing two very large jobs, Yeah, but you know, I'm somebody who likes to dip my toe in and take my time with things. So it was perfect for me. The week after I was fully done with Louboutin, I had an identity crisis and I was not expecting it at all. Yeah. I mean, you had prepped for it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I prepped for it. I was you know, I was doing, co- I was working with yeah. my coach. I was working with my therapist to be like, no, no, I've got this. I've got this. But then it was like the bottom dropped out from under me and it goes back to identity and ego. I had this really amazing title and was associated, like you said, with this really amazing brand. And when that was gone and I no longer had that, I mean, Justin at times said to me, like, you are so strong. Who, who are you? Like, yeah. I don't recognize this version yeah. of you. And it was, it was a really hard few months that I had to go through to get back on my feet and to build back up my confidence to, to say, that is not my identity. My identity is, is who I am, is how I show up, is how I treat other people. It's not in the work that I do every single day, right? It's not in the title that's on my LinkedIn page. It's how I show up in the world and for others. Yeah. There's so, there's a lot of, of grit also that it takes for us from an inner energy, as you said earlier, and that's like your specialty work to do, um, for us to really let go and, and ego's always there, right? Like we can't exist without an element of ego. That's what gets us to wake up in the morning and get dressed in the morning and get like, there's elements of ego, but simultaneous to that, it's this knowing that if you can live in a surrendered state to your identity in that who and whose you are, like all of the other things that seemingly are the exterior forces of satisfaction don't matter as much. And I think, for me, one of the elements too, and, and Justin, you you can speak to this next as well, was introducing myself, especially when I would be in like a male-centric space. Um, and, and at this point now only being a stay-at-home mom and not having this title and not really knowing where my future was. I didn't step from one identity into what you did. You stepped right into a CEO coaching position, right? I stepped into like mama and milk. And, and I was like, what's happening? I don't want to do arts and crafts. Right. <laughs> but that's what I was doing. And Safety so, scissors. yes, I had this like friction and I felt like I had, I didn't have words to say when someone says, so what do you do? Cause I it didn't feel worthy. And so talk to us about like the worthiness factor of stepping into being an entrepreneur, Justin, versus working for a huge conglomeration like the NHL. So I think it, it wasn't easy and it was definitely a process, something that um, had different iterations through the last three years. And, uh, and it's funny how things kind of come back full circle. Um, and going back to your initial question of like, do you regret anything that happened? Would you change anything? And I always say, absolutely not. You were exactly where you needed to be at that exact moment. And being able to experience that because it ultimately made me who I was. There was a lot that I went through over the course of those years from 
um, severe depression to uh, I got divorced during that time. Uh, I had to really take some hard looks in the mirror as to like what my values were, what I was prioritizing, what I was putting my attention towards uh, versus who I really wanted to be and how I really wanted to show up and how I wanted to impact this world. And it took that nudge or that push or that, that event to create that change. And, and when I left, it wasn't like, Oh, cool. Away I go. I'm onto something else. Uh, it was like, Oh man, like who am I now? Yeah. And after, um, I know Elise and I, we went, <laughs> I got fired on Christmas Eve. Um, and, no, uh, oh yeah, and it was, um, got the phone call Christmas Eve and it was the very first new year's that I hadn't had, hadn't been on the road, hadn't been doing some hockey engagement for at least, gosh, at least 25 years. It was wow. it, the first one that like, I, at least goes, what do you want to do for New Year's? I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Do something for New Year's? Yeah, wow. So, I was very excited. And so we, uh, we went skiing and everything was great. And then we came back from skiing and I had nothing to go to. Like I had nothing to set up for. I had nothing to prepare for. Um, I had some, some clients and guys I was working with individually and stuff like that. But it was like that feeling of, oh my goodness, like I really don't know who I am. And so often when you ask somebody, hey, like, hey, who are you? They'll respond with what they do. And they'll respond with uh, the characteristics in which they engage in on a day-to-day basis tied to what they do, not Completely. truly who you are. Yeah. And that was a lot of the work that I had to do. And, and I found myself getting sucked back in. There was a couple of NHL teams that called, went on interviews, had a lot of really, like had an offer, talked to Elise, still went away from like the, uh, I, I, I turned it down. I then went into a, a very uh, prominent role at uh, a pretty well-known gym in New York City that uh, was working with A-list celebrities day in and day out and um, really cool, influential people. And it, it, it just felt empty. And I was like, this, is, this isn't who I am. Like, this is just literally take, take one logo off, put on another one. Yeah. And yeah, totally. it was, it was not leaning into what was really necessary. And so it wasn't until I really dug deep into who I was, what my purpose was, what my mission was, and actually backed right off everything I was doing for three months. And it was unique the way that, uh, COVID and everything kind of came about because, um, as I dug into that work and as I started to put a lot of like my uh, meditative and prayer practices and uh, listening to kind of what was going on, what my values were, what I had learned over the course of my career and how I wanted to show up, built it all, all on paper and started to offer different services. We would run little mini events that we invited people to and I still remember look back and I, they're just cringeworthy, but <laughs> <laughs> we all start somewhere. You should but see my like, original podcast. I'm always oh, like, Oh no. <laughs> and it's like, it's a tough one, but like, I'm proud of you for doing that because that was tough. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And I look back on it and I just have like nothing but empathy for that person because, uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, I look back on that and it, it's still, it was closer, but it still wasn't like there. It wasn't well thought out. It wasn't, fully it wasn't a fully baked idea and then 
we were down in Naples and I went out, I was, it was, it was the end of a tough month. Like, um, I, I, I was COVID hit. And I remember you lost like 75% of your clients. 75% of people had like climbed up. They didn't know what to do. Um, what we were offering was kind of like a, uh, a luxury and, it was like, I, I, I have no idea where this is going. So I was really frustrated. I was really upset. I was, and I took to the kayak and I went out in the kayak and I had a pen and paper and I sat out there and I prayed for, it had to be a solid hour. Didn't have sunscreen on. I was baking in the sun, came back in, looked like a lobster. And I came back in and I put the paper down. I slammed it on the, uh, on the bar stool. And I said, I've got it. And it just, it had hit, it literally hit me like a ton of bricks. And that was the first real, clear, concise iteration of Own It of this holistic mind, body, soul um, health optimization tool that really takes everybody and meets them where they are, knowing that everybody has a God-given talent, a God-given gift that they're on the journey for. They're they're living through life to figure out what that is. But in order to reach that true potential and, and realize that potential, they have to be optimized in not only mind, but also in body. And that's what, uh, and that's what we exist to do today. It's, it's brilliant on a lot of levels. One, imagine getting alone with your thoughts and in a space that God can talk to you, what could potentially happen, right? Like people don't do that enough. And every time I've had major breakthroughs, it's because I've gone out and sought a question to seek an answer and he's given it to me. And I I say that it sounds so ethereal, especially to somebody who doesn't maybe have like a direct connection or a direct relationship. I should say everybody has a direct connection to God, but a relational, like, let me just chat with you, God. Let me, let me tell you my true emotions kind of thing. And I've gotten to the place where I'm like, I'm mad at you. And, and that's just how it is, right? And he responds and he's okay with my emotion because he created me that way versus coming with like, I have a prayer. This is the outline. This is what I need from you. Like he just wants to be your friend. And so you were just met by your friend in that kayak. And another element that I think is important for people to realize is that in those quiet spaces, like have fun, do something you enjoy. He got in a kayak or you go for a run or you go jump in the ocean. Like for me, I've go in, I go before water. I don't have to be in the water. I can just watch the water and I'm just as at peace. And so knowing that he gifted you this like crazy plan in that moment, how far from there to like activation did it take? Also knowing the backstory of, of the weirdo, the little geeky, the little tech guy. I just imagine like go-go gadget when he was little, you're like the, the new version of go-go gadget. And so I want to know, like merge into own it. It, it was almost immediate, to be honest with you. The plan hit, we started activating and I just started putting everything together and it started and, and started to create like this, this value prop. And it, it started to manifest really quickly. The, going back even to what you were talking about before, the unique part that really hit me when I was there and, and, and this really sunk in was God is not obligated to finish what you started. And what I mean by that is, forever I was getting these nudges of like, Hey, you're not meant to be, it's time to leave the NHL, but continue to go take interviews, continue to kind of lean in this space. Cause I was afraid of going in this other direction. I took this job at this, uh, this, this gym that 
was, again, all about status and title and, and who you're working with. I started to kind of lean in my own direction and do what I wanted to do and not listen and be obedient to what I was kind of like, continue to just sit in it, just be okay, just sitting and, and, and building. This is a building phase of your life. No, I'm a doer. I've got to go. I've got to get this done. And I started everything, but was frustrated why it wasn't working out. And it's like, he's not obligated to finish what you've started. And so taking that step back and just listening and being there, all of a sudden, when that did hit and I did activate and I did lean in, it, it scaled extremely quickly. And right around that same time, Elise was starting to do a lot of exploration. It's like, what is this feeling that I'm wanting to do? And like she said, she'd watched me go through this and was starting to ask more questions and spend time. And actually, I, like, it's amazing. I honored her for the amount of time that she actually spent exploring herself and figuring out what was that next thing she wanted to do. And lo and behold, it was less than... It was less than four months from that moment that I was like, hey, this is what I want to do to saying to her, hey, like, we need to bring you over full time because I can't do this anymore. Well, there was that piece of it, but I also didn't have the, we did not have the intention of going into business together. Okay. That was a question I had was what was yeah. that relation like? We, we did not have the intention of, of going into business together at all. I wanted to start my own coaching brand and help people in a very different way. And, um, you know, Justin had said that a couple of clients were struggling with really creating great breakthroughs around, okay, this is, this is what I need in order to live this type of life that I want. So, um, he asked me to meet with a few of them and their success rate went from like, you know, this, this type of a, a, a very, for those who are listening, it was a very, you know, a very parallel line to, you know, almost a 90 degree perpendicular line in terms of, in terms of success, right? The hockey so, stick effect. Yeah. The ah, hockey stick come effect. on. That's good. Yeah. And where, where on your journey because of your backstory and then that self-development, because you have so many different certifications and things that you've now leaned into to be able to serve people in this way. But at that time, did you feel ready or qualified or worthy? Not at all. Okay. Not. Cause that's, I'm like, how does that happen so fast? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. And I was, I went through, um, a year long tra coaching training program to really help people dive into their beliefs and do the deep self excavation. And it was, it was a quite an intensive program as much as it was about being a mirror to others. You also had to do a lot of your own personal self excavation and be a mirror for yourself. And so during that, not only am I not feeling worthy when I'm working with others, but I'm also stripping away everything that I know about myself to my core and exploring some of these really scary things that I had never even come face to face with yet. The unique thing I want to add to like, just honor Elise a little bit here is so often um, we shy away from God's natural gifts. And Elise has always been a very empathetic, kind um, a high level of intuition that just has this gift naturally. And so everything she learned, everything she was going through was just helping to prepare her to do it in a more structured setting. She already had the raw tools that you can't teach. And I had seen that I had experienced it myself. And so it was no surprise to me that like she takes them from here to here and that she had an affinity for this work because we know that, um, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. And as soon as that hit with her, it was, it was just so natural to see that like she has something that not a lot of people do. And um, being able to then build 
teams around that and and execute at the level in which he does is is just really really special and, and amazing to watch. Well, thanks for those kind <laughs> words. I love it. It's so sweet. And I, I want to know that there's that next element, right? Because it's not just you two. You guys have developed an entire team, a whole process, a podcast in and of itself. You have so many different genres of services, and obviously everything's a building block. I'm sure you have a thousand ideas that are in the funnel to come, and we're excited about those. <laughs> but tell us, like. Where did it continue to grow? How did it continue to grow? Like, tell us about the scaling conversation because we've talked a lot about the faith piece and I know that God is all up in what has occurred, but how has that also helped from a scaling perspective entrepreneurially? That's, that's a really great question because we knew from the get-go, it was very natural that we were meant to help people in a one-on-one space. So that's where we started. And, and that's where, you know, we were also able to, to serve and dive deep with people because it just started with the two of us, right? You come in to own it. Justin's your outer energy coach. Elise is your inner energy coach. And so I uh, sometimes that. I almost crave those days with the simplicity. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it was, you know, one of those things that I've really spent some time wrapping, wrapping my head around and I'm actually fresh off of a, a weekend of spending, um, spending a, a retreat with Deepak Chopra. Oh, so I've fine. been able to really zoom out and yeah. think about some, some things differently in and in from a, a much larger perspective, but it's almost like things just started clicking. So, you know, we met a company who we had contracted out to build an app for us. And they loved what we were doing so much that they said, actually, we want to purchase your IP and we want to take this thing and run with it with a ma- in a massive way. So because of that, we were able to add in um, corporate wellness programs. We um, are able to add it. We do coaching for D1, D2 and professional sports teams. So we were able to add in more of a, a group setting. Um, this year, we also introduced retreats where we, we go four or five nights to uh, Costa Rica or Mexico. And next year we want to go to Europe and we take um, a bunch of couples with us and we, we take them through our entire ownership curriculum. So that's another thing that we've been doing. And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, even opportunities that we have coming down the pipeline throughout the remainder of this year and, and in 2023, it's almost like, am I really living this life? Are these, are these opportunities real? And, and I think the full circle thing comes back is where we've got an opportunity right now where there's two NHL clubs that are going to be contracting own it to actually do all of their work that I was hired to do before. And so it's like, it, it's just, it gives me goosebumps sometimes because it's just this unique facet and it continues to come back to just don't worry. Like everything is meant to happen how it's supposed to. And just, keep it like take action, keep your foot on the gas pedal. You're meant to work. You're meant to put in work. You're meant to put in effort. You're meant to put in time, but don't worry about how it's going to turn out because it's already predetermined for you. Oh man, you're speaking to me today. Thank you. (laughs) I always come to these like with the desire to just like, what are you going to teach me you? And like, what is God going to say to me individually? And so that was my moment. Thank you. Mic drop. We can end the conversation now. Uh, But I think about a lot of people who are in that space, right? Like we have vision, we have anticipation, we have that element of expectancy towards something and this deep knowing that we're on the path to something and yet we don't know the entirety of what that something is. And so we 
we often will let off the gas to get clear. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing because like you said, you guys both had to do that in, in your own timing in the right way. But once you grab onto something that has a propel that isn't something you self-made like that's a god-made thing he put all of these different puzzle pieces even you and justin right elise you guys together as one in a way that wouldn't have otherwise even seemingly been possible and based on your own experiences and your own natural gifts rather than just your idea because a lot of people work off of ideas rather than their natural gifts and talents yeah you're you're absolutely right and you know this idea of of you know, you were talking about putting the, the, the foot on the, on the brake for a little bit to gain some clarity. You're absolutely right. There's something to be said about um, being able to zoom out and say, am I headed in the right direction? Right. When I was working at Louboutin, I never did that. Yeah. I no. needed to, I you needed to, yeah. I, I needed to desperately, but I never did that. Yeah. And so when, when you're able to do that and, and create the intentional space for that, I, I mean, again, I kind of mentioned I did that again this past weekend because it's so easy to start going down, going down a, a path that you think is right. But it's about making sure that you're connected to, to God, making sure that you're connected to that thing that is so much greater than yourself, because it is so easy to get to get caught up in that day to day. And so for us, one of the big things is making sure that we stay connected to one another. We don't make a big decision unless we're both in agreement, right? It, whether it's our business, whether it's something personal, whether it's a place we want to travel, if we don't mutually agree and feel called to it, then it's, it's not something that, that we'll take on, even if it feels like an amazing opportunity. And yeah. it could be something as simple as, I don't feel it in my gut. I just don't feel it. And again, it's that so goes valuable. Back. Pardon? It's so valuable to have yeah. that sounding board. And I think a lot of couples don't think of it that way, especially if they're operating in separate entities or separate passions or things like that. I mean, like literally God positioned you together for a reason. And even if you're not working in the same company, my husband and I both have our own companies. He is like my number one sounding board. He knows me best. Even when I think he doesn't, he knows me best, right? And so having each other to be like, yeah, I've got this gut feeling. I don't think it's the right thing for you. And actually surrendering to that is a hard thing to do because of ego, honestly, it goes back full circle. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? Why, is, why do you feel that's the right thing? Because I see something totally different than what you see. Faith Media Co. is dedicated to activating mission-driven leaders in the marketplace by way of publishing, press, and play. Because your story doesn't just matter to you. It matters to move others. We help you dissect and share your message through podcasting, book writing, and business development. These three areas are exactly how my team and I have opened doors to stages, become the best-selling author I always dreamed I'd be, and even the entrepreneur that energetically and joyfully shows up to serve each and every day. Literally nothing I do feels like work. Every day feels like play. And we'd love to help you live the same life of freedom and fun. If you're a speaker, a writer, or an aspiring business owner, let's jump on a call today to vision cast your future together. Go to www.fitinfaithmedia.com. Again, that's fitinfaithmedia.com. Book your call. 
If you're a founder, an innovator, a trailblazer, or a wannabe, we can help you get there. Let's do it. It's, it's unique that you say that because even going back to like how we met, it's very unconventional. And you go back to that, like, hey, you're in the rate, you're in the exact place you need to be. You're doing exactly what you need to. And don't worry about it because at the time I had. Uh, we should not have met. <laughs> yeah. Well, I started um, I started an NHL camp uh, for guys down in Naples. Started at seven, worked its way up to 85 uh, guys and started that back in 2015. And, um, it was for eight weeks in the summer. And, uh, I'm a kid from Northwest Canada at the time I was living in, um, Ohio, working for Miami of Ohio before heading up to Anaheim, working with the ducks. And so I had never been to Florida. I like, I'd never set foot there, but one of the alumni that was working at, uh, Miami who had played down in Florida for a long time, said, Hey, I've got this great rink that we can set this up at and we can do it at. So I was like, cool. So I bought a home there. I came down, set up the, um, set up everything. It just happened to be in the same, uh, location that Elise's parents owned a home. And so I was down there running my camp. Elise came down holding a bachelorette party for one of her best friends. And we met at the pool and it's like, it's, but it was a crossover of like, three days. And then the next two and a half years of our relationship were all long distance because we were still doing everything. So it's like, wow. it's this, this is meant to be. And I knew right away, it was like that God moment for me. Like there's your person go jump up and don't miss it. Come and on. That's so cool. It's, yeah, that's just so crazy. cool. Well, and this is the thing, even as you were talking about now having this same similar opportunity, but different season of life, different headspace, different heart space. Like there's so many things about you that have grown and evolved since the conflict of interest with NHL prior. And now for God to be like, just hold tight. I know the desires of your heart. I know where you want to be. I know where your legacy is. I know where you've spent so much of your energy and time and passion. I'm going to give it right back to you, but I just need you to do these couple of things first. And so now it's in your ownership rather than them owning you. And isn't that, a, isn't that God? Like, he's like, no, 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 no. Like I, I want this for you. I can do this on your behalf. Just let me show you how. And then it's no strings attached. Like there's so many elements of integrity that get to stay intact, no matter what was there in the past that you guys are now in control of because God is in control of you. It's so cool. And there's a unique aspect to that where it kind of goes to hand in hand with what I said about making sure that you're still like, you still have to put in the work. You still have to show up oh, every yeah. day and it's not enough to go into your prayer closet and just bust out a bunch of um, conversations and a bunch of prayers and say, okay, now do your work. It's like, no, now I'm going to come out. I'm going to put my work gloves on. I'm going to get down to it. And I'm going to put every ounce of work into this to manifest ultimately what, what we're expecting here and being able to make sure that we're showing up in the way that we were called and showing up and being obedient to these things. And when you come to a why in the road, that's when you go back into the closet and figure, okay, do I go left or right? Which way do you want me to go? Okay, awesome. Now I'm going to go all in into this side and continue to keep working and continue to keep pressing and continue to keep listening and continue to keep um, driving forward so that you can realize that life that he, that was meant for us. He, he didn't lie when he said, I meant for uh, a life of um, uh, greatness for each one of my children. It, it wasn't a lie. 
it was, it wasn't like something misleading. Like, I want you to go through hard times. I want you to be there. No, the hard times, ultimately where we want to be that discomfort, who we want to become is on the other side of that discomfort. And we have to lean into that and trust that it's not that when like you go back to that pole and footprints, I got it tattooed on my chest because I love it. But it's like, when you see those two feet of foot or those two sets of footprints in the sand and all of a sudden hard times come around and you see one, he's carrying you through those times. That's when he's with you meant for something better on the other side, where you realize who you are, you realize what you were really built for and what ultimately that gift is that he's presented you with. And just to keep on going, keep on trusting because it may be confusing right now. It may be cloudy. It may be foggy but you keep on trusting, you keep on walking, you keep on going. At some point, all of that cloudiness goes away and you're like, oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize this is what was there. And that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, like his ways are so much higher. His vision is so much further, even than the vision we think we have that feels so far off. I wanna kind of follow this up and and come to a close here shortly. And this is this knowing that like, one, you guys have so much more to go, right? Like there is so much. You guys are just getting started. If, if people were to speak to your entrepreneurial journey, you're kind of still in infancy phase, right? Right. Yeah. Even though there's been incredible growth. I mean, it's just been since 2020. And so people think through that and they're like trying to wrap my head around how did that happen so fast? How did that happen in such a, an amazing way so quickly? Um, and everybody's story is different in that. And I honestly believe a part of it is putting in the work, like you're saying, but also the alignment of pace, because we can outwork or we can outrun where God wants us to be if we're in the supersonic kind of cyclone that you were talking about before, Elise, like just going after it. It didn't mean that what you were doing was totally off base. I mean, you it, you could know if you were out of alignment and you did, but that also was a gift, a gifted season that you were existing in and a time for you to be aware, more aware of who God was calling you. I want to know about your all's conversation about human potential and peak performance associated to like emotional wellness, relational wellness, mental wellness, because I, I, I know everyone here is fit, right? Like we're all working towards that body, that exterior. But I want to know about the interior work that you've put so much energy into. Yeah, absolutely. I want to make a, a comment on one thing you said first about pace and, and just you can run after and outpace what God has has planned for you. And I genuinely believe that that is one of the reasons why Justin and I are together is because Justin is somebody who runs a million miles a minute and says yes to everything, right? It's not that he's not connected, but I truly believe that I'm also here to slow him down and say, hey, let's be really, really intentional. And by having the amazing pace and energy and passion that Justin does, by the amazing connection and and reminders from myself to say like, hey, let's pray about this, or hey, let's just pause for a second, I think is a really amazing gift that, that we can do really well. Yeah, you're reminding me of my husband and myself. I'm I'm on, I'm on the Justin wing. I'm like, hey, well, follow me, let's go. And he's like, hold on, all yeah. the time. I'm so grateful for him. <laughs> all right, so tell, tell me about this human potential element from an inner energy piece, because I think a lot of my listeners are going to be attuned to this. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody has one gift that they were meant that they can do better than anybody else on this planet right? God created those special gifts and made everybody in an extremely unique way so that they can do what it is that they're meant to do. 
both Justin and I, and, you know, we've listened to your podcast, you, your guests, a lot of these people are on this journey to connect with what that is, with what their core human potential is. And it's not about us looking at, hey, what do I have? But how do I use this in unison with God and the plan that he has for me to be the best version of myself? And ego is the number one thing standing in our way. It's that little devil that's in the back of our head that I like to call the inner critic that's telling us every single step, you can't do this, you're not worthy enough. And so when it comes to helping people find their, their greatest potential, there's two things that I strive to do with every single client. One is to put a kibosh on that little voice in your head that tell, that's telling you you're not good enough. That's where I start with every single client because we all have one and it's all way louder than we think it is. And then the second big thing is to help people find alignment and what their purpose is on this one great and amazing life that we're meant to have. And being able to do to do both of those, you can't necessarily do one without the other, creates amazing transformations in people. And then you bring in this, this outer energy piece of it so that you're physically optimized. And it's like, what the heck? What What is this feeling that I have? I feel amazing every morning. I feel connected. I feel aligned. That's how we were meant to live. That is human potential at its finest. And it's this, it's this connection piece. We've got this, these four circles we talk about often. And the outer energy piece really helps build like this capacity, this capacity to do more. And we, everyone hears about these habits of like working out and hydrating and eating properly and uh, having a right environment and a mindset component. But we forget the sustainability part. And everything Elise just talked about of like that true spiritual purpose, that connection is what makes it sustainable. So it's an immense capacity paired with this insatiable um, need for sustainability that just continues on. It's not, oh, cool, something I did for six months. It's a lifestyle that you adopt that truly changes the way that you live. I think it's brilliant because a lot of people will put emphasis even seasonally. They're like, well, this season I'm going to put towards my physical well-being. This season, I'm going to put towards my mental well-being. And they separate their entire being season by season. And that's why they don't have the energy. That's why they don't have the capacity. That's why they don't have the capability. And they sometimes look at me probably like people looked at you when you were 13 as a gadget guy. And they're just like, why are you going so fast? How are you doing all of those things? Why do you wake up so early in the morning? How do you have the sustainable energy for that? How are you doing all the things, right? And it's because I, I just always go back to truly this is what fit and faith means to me. It's like all of these founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are aware that in their faith, they can be fit. And the fitness is so much more than just the out-of-body element. And it takes us paying attention daily to all of those things because I can tell like right now I'm dehydrated. I need more water. I haven't had enough water today. And I know that that's why I feel the way that I do because I'm so attuned to my body and my need. And there's, there's just alignment. There's an alignment zone that we all have. And so I really encourage people when they're looking to get a new personal trainer. Okay. If you're getting a personal trainer, do you have a mental trainer? Do you have your therapist? Right. And then there's this element of coaching associated to purpose that you're talking about here, Elise, and even mine from a business coaching perspective is there's that whole other realm of financial stability. And I'm curious for you all, do you guys tap in 
to that piece as well, teaching about like the wholeness of life. Because yes, prosperity associated to your inner and exterior energy, it ends up coming to a place of prosperity and abundance, in my opinion. So that's, you know, you you use the exact word that I was going to touch on is we really coach people through this idea of scarcity versus abundance mindsets. Yeah. And moving people into an abundant mindset. Because if our reactions are coming from scarcity, they're just coming from fear. And they're just coming from our ego. And so, you know, every client is different and every client's journey, every, every person on this earth, everybody's journey and process is completely different. So there are some people who are like, oh yeah, I get it. I've lived that. I can, I can understand the difference. There's other people who come to us who have never really done this type of work at all. And those, those are the people who have tens of millions of dollars who have the greatest scarcity, scarcity mindset that they are just going to lose it all. Wow. It's wild when you think about the different place settings that people are and the life that they're living out of success, right? The quote unquote success. And yet they're, they're actually depraved of what could be freedom associated to success. And I think that's when I was going through all of y'all's resources and what you do, it's really allowing people to own that we can live free. And we don't have to live in any sort of shame cycle associated to that. We don't have to live out of alignment. We don't have to live um, even out of our physical body. So many people I feel are just complacent in that comfort zone of where their body is. And this is just how I am. And this is how I'm always going to be because this is how I always have been. This is how my mom was, my mom's mom. And this is who I'll be forever. And I want to see people thrive. And I know that we share that, that same vision and mission for people. And retreats are one of my favorite things that I do as a, as a human being. And I want more people to experience it. I'm so glad when I landed on your site that that's what you're doing because we're going to Costa Rica next year too. And I love that you're doing it as a couple. That's a huge element of need that so many people try to get well separately. And when that happens, there's a huge chasm in your own household. And so it feels like like you're not relatable, that they don't understand you. And that is, I think, what leads a lot of people to divorce. And it doesn't have to be that way. But I think it takes an investment from both people. And you guys did that. You're a living proof of it. Yeah, it's oftentimes you start growing at different paces. And um, I think this is even goes back to like doing business together. Like we do everything together. We do full life together. And I just couldn't see it any other way now. Like living two separate lives, it just seems very odd to us. And being able to be so connected in, in, in what you're doing and making sure that you're able to keep operation, operating in congruency with one another and supporting each other on those journeys. Cause they're not easy. It's, uh, it's very simple in, in, in concept, but in actuality, it's, it's not easy. And so um, being able to come back to this level of awareness, and Elise talks about this word often on both the inner and outer energy side is you hear of, Hey, I should work out. I should go to bed at this time, but like, okay, cool. Well, like, what does that mean for me? Because it's different for each and every one of us. But when we have specifics on, Hey, what are we deficient on at, our cellular level for each one of us. What's our DNA and epigenetic status? What's our uh, gut biome panels looking like? And we are able to pinpoint everything of like, hey, 
Tamara, here's your ingredients for ownership. And we know exactly what you need to lean into. And we can build now your life around what fits into yours. And then at the same time, you're taking all of these inner critics and eliminating them from why you can't do this or why you haven't been able to do this or um, what area of your life is holding you back from leaning into realizing that true potential. That's where this whole synergy of inner and outer comes together to really lean into this God-given life that's just like so greater than you could ever imagine. And going back to how we do that at the retreat is that is the one highest level transformational experience that our clients have when they work with us at Own It because both Justin and I are there. We've been through it. We're doing it ourselves. But doing that with your partner and the ripple effect that it has not only on this, on your relationship with your partner, but your entire family. We have couples who are there who are like, this is transformational for the way we're going to live as a family every single day. It's amazing because, you know, we can go, we, we both do our own separate things and we, we do our own retreats and we have our own things that we, that we like and we come back and one of us is really excited. But when, like you said, when you get to do that together and be fully sold on it and bought in, you also have a built-in accountability partner to say, let's do this together. Let's, let's do this part of our life together because at the end of the day, it is the most important part of our lives is being spiritually connected to God, making sure that we are mentally and emotionally aware and having the really powerful physical capacity that we need on a day in day out basis. It's so brilliant. And I think it, it goes to the unsaid, the unspoken in the scenarios, like that relational capital that transpires even intimately, right? I think a lot of people long-term, there's like a whole intimacy issue. I was having conversations with friends just this week where it's like, that's a difficult conversation. And when someone is out of alignment in all of these different areas we've talked to individually, it then creates such friction for you as a couple. And all of the love languages that need to be filled, especially the physical touch realm, can't be filled because you can't even connect to yourself. And therefore, how can you be asked or how can you expect yourself to fulfill somebody else's need and fill their cup? And so I'm excited for the way that you guys are going to make a match massive ripple effect, not only in people's homes, but in society at large, in the kingdom at large, because if the, if the kingdom, if like the church could unlock this knowing, right, there's so much complacency in people who are going to church and that's a checkbox. And that's like the foundation of why we show up every day is like, if there's so much more to life, that's the freedom element is all of these pieces have to work in unison. That's why God had a father, son, and a Holy spirit just like we have a mind, body, and a Holy Spirit. He gave us the example. And I think that this is an amazing way to live it out. So I know I personally don't know anything about my gut biome or any of the cellular elements. So as you're talking, I'm like, dang it. As much as we think we've come somewhere to an awareness factor, there's more work to be done. So I'm excited to learn from you guys even more. Make sure that people get connected on the Own It Show, your all's podcast. And I want to know, other than that, where do you guys hang out the most socially online? For me, it's Instagram, at Elise Gollin. Really okay. simple. Yep, How about same you, Justin? Thing. Same okay. thing, Instagram, Justin Roth, R-O-E-T-H. So you can hit all us right, up over there. And then I think uh, uh, ownitcoaching.com as well. And you can live better retreat.com. 
All right. I've got all the links below. So if you're questioning, if you want to hang out in Mexico or Costa Rica or online on the gram every single day, you guys know where to find them. Thank you guys so much for being here, for being authentic right out the gate and allowing people into the backstory of how they can own it too. Thank you, Tamara. Thanks, Tamara. Bye, y'all. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts and facts and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Hey, Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take. But I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the TMUS podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.